Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. And this is episode number three, zero, six, three hundred and six. How are you doing? How are you doing? You bastards. Bastard Army, let's talk about something interesting here. Now, as you know, I'm originally from Philadelphia and my team won the Super Bowl and I went to the parade. You guys saw the video. It was really, really cool. Now, some of the people that I know didn't want to go to the parade because it was cold outside. And as I said before, those people are punks. But I found out something about myself. And I'm, re- I'm bringing this up right now because the Winter Olympics is on, Winter Olympics is on the television. And I know that most of pe- most people are not watching the Winter Olympics the way they watch the Summer Olympics. You should be ashamed of yourself, damn it. Support these Winter Olympians, you bastards. They're working just as hard as the Summer Olympians. But I'm going to go back to the parade for a moment. I realized something about myself. And I just want to bone to the point this out because I'm really, really proud of myself. I found out at the parade that I am not a pervert. Now, I never really thought I was a pervert, but sometimes you you, you, you say something about yourself and you just make a de- de- declare uh, uh, you declare something about yourself and you just assume it's true. But you never get into a situation where you are forced to make a decision that will define if what you said about yourself is true or not. Like, I know I'm not a woman hitter. And I know that because a lady that I was dating did something so horrible to me and I was so angry that I felt a level of anger that I didn't feel but a handful of times in my life. And each of those other times, a person made me feel that angry. I punched him in the face. I knocked or I got into a fight with him. That's how angry I was at what she did. But it never occurred to me to be physically violent to her. Where, like I said, if a guy had made me that angry and I'm talking about you were the size of the rock and you made me that angry, I would punch you in the face in my mind as I ran away. (laughs) I'm not stupid. But I knew then I knew I I knew in my mind, I said, I, I, I thought that I was not the kind of person that would ever hit a woman. I was in a situation where I was angry enough to hit a person, but it never even crossed my mind to be physically violent. So I knew at that point I was absolutely not a woman hitter and I knew it. And I made a a statement about myself. I'm not a perv. And like I said, I've never been really in a situation where I could find out whether I was a perv or not. Right. How would I know? I mean, if I'm a regular guy, I'm not in this situation where I I could perv out over somebody. I I either, you know, a woman likes you or she doesn't like you. If she doesn't like you, you move on. You don't perv out over. But at the parade, I was in a situation where I finally got to find out if, in fact, S. Anthony Thomas is a pervert. Before that day, I would have told you absolutely not. I am not a pervert. And I was tested beyond tested, beyond tested, tested, tested. And I now know for a fact I am not a pervert. Now, how are you going? Okay, S. Machine, how in the world? How are you sure you're not a pervert? I'll explain. I'm at the Eagles parade in Center City, Philadelphia. I go to Philadelphia for the parade because my my team wins the Super Bowl. There's people packed out there like, you know what? I'm just pack, 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 pack. I'm standing there and I'm getting pressed against the wall, pushed against the wall, crammed against the wall. That's how many people are there. Okay. 
and people are bumping into each other. But normally in normal circumstances, when people bump into you as hard as people are getting bumped into, a fight might happen. Hey, man, you bumping into me. I'm bumping into you, man. You bumping into me. I'll kick your ass. Man. But people that I saw people that I know look like they got out of jail an hour ago. OK, uh, <laughs> right. And uh, they got bumped into hard. And I'm going, oh, God, here comes the fight. And the guy goes, that's OK, buddy. Don't worry about it. Super Bowl. You know, it's no big deal. It's a parade. Here's what it is. And I'm going, wow. Wow. That's how packed people were. Now, here comes the part where I prove I'm not a perv. I'm standing there and people are pressed against me in all directions. I look behind. I got my wallet tucked in my in my jacket and I got a, a sweater over so you can't pick my pocket. So I'm not really worried about that. And I got my phone in my hands. So I wasn't worried about that. There's a guy behind me banging into me. There's people on both sides of me banging into me, pushing and pushing and pulling. And push. So I'm getting literally every part of my body is in contact with someone else's body. And I'm getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And, 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 I'm, and I can't really, you know, there's so many people around. So and there's somebody in front of me. They keep banging into my groin area. They keep backing into my groin area, and I'm I'm like, well, you know, I'm in the par- it's a parade, you know, I'm just, you know, it's, you know, I'm not gonna, be, I'm, you know, it is what it is. I'm just gonna get the picture of these guys coming by in the, in the you know, uh, on the Super Bowl bus, and then I'm gonna, you know, go to the other thing. So no big deal. I'm not gonna look. And I didn't know who it was, and then all of a sudden, the person backs into me, and now they're pressed against me completely. I'm, they're pressed against me hard, and the person turns around to say they're sorry. Because they can feel that they're pressed against me. Their butt is just jammed into me. And the person turns around and this woman was, I'm telling you, I think the Hershey's company made this woman because she looks like she was made out of chocolate. And I'm, and I, and I, and she turns around and I'm like, and, and my face doesn't, I go, hey, it's not a problem. That's what I'm saying in my face. But when I looked, I was like, good God, I didn't even know they made women that looked this pretty. And so I'm like, well, you know, big deal. I'm just, I'm not here to pick up women. I'm here to look at the birds and see what the birds are doing. So I'm waiting for the birds and the crowd cheers. But I thought the crowd was cheering because the the team was coming. It was just a helicopter going over and they wanted to yell because they were in the crowd shot. No problem. Now, as everybody's yelling, there's a little separation between ourselves, uh, me and some of the other people, because everybody's jumping in the air trying to get uh, look good for the camera. And then I notice what the woman who was in front of me constantly pressing her butt against me was wearing. She's wearing sweatpants. She's wearing sweatpants when probably the kind of buttocks that that most hip hop songs are written about. So I now know that this perfect, this gorgeous woman has the kind of buttocks that you write hip hop songs about in sweatpants. And uh, it, her behind is per, it's perfectly shaped and jiggling just the right amount as if there was a perfect amount of jiggle to a buttocks. She would have it. And if it was a perfect buttocks, well, she does have it. Okay, so now I've seen her as gorgeous and I've seen the buttocks and and delicious and incredible and sweatpants and jiggling the right way. And I'm going, please, now that I've seen it, please, God, don't let that back into me again. God was not listening. Right. And now that she realized because she didn't realize I didn't know how hot she was. She realized that, you know, it's safe to stand in front of this guy because he's not going to do anything. He's not some weirdo to cop a feel. Hmm. So now she's she's talking to me, but not looking at me. She's looking for the for the eagles and I'm standing behind her and I'm trying to move away. I'm like, please, God, I, I'm, and, and I can't move from behind her. I can't. I'm trying to not be there. I, I, I don't want now. Now that I know what the butt looks like, I don't want the butt to come into contact with me. But it, oh, helicopter comes by again. Everybody jumps up. Now she's repositioned. She's right in front of me, perfectly lined up. 
bang, her perfect buttocks right into the right into the lap area. And now the crowd pushes back and now she's literally has her delicious, perfect chocolate buttocks and the tight thing crammed into my genitals. And uh, I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that what would normally happen under this circumstance doesn't happen. And what would normally happen when the buttocks like that is that close to this to me like that? How can I put it? Um, she would notice that that, that 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 I she would notice something. So I'm trying to turn to the left and to the right to make sure that the, the that the pool stick is not lined up perfectly. Uh, to you know, you have the pool stick lined up and the balls right there. You hit the ball, you knock the ball. I'm in, I'm trying to make sure that things are not lined up where the. I'm trying to make sure the meat doesn't go between the rolls. If you understand what I'm saying, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm going like this isn't I, 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 oh God, right? I'm saying well, will this damn bus hurry up and get here with these dudes because I'm not going to be able to stop uh, the trip to Bonerville. Okay, I, I, okay, the trip to Bonerville has I, there's nothing I can do about it. I, I'm going to do I'm going to reposition myself to make sure and, the, the, and this is this is not good. Now the whole time I'm, I'm looking on the outside, everything's looking great. You could see me trying to move to the left or the right to get away from this woman. And I, I don't know, maybe she had magnets in her buttocks because every time I moved someplace, somehow she'd wind up right in front of me and bang, buttocks to the crap, to the, to the stuff again. And finally, thank God, the bus shows up and everybody's yay, eagles, and everybody's taking their photos and everything. And finally, I got from behind her. Oh. It was grace, you know, I was like, oh, God, you know, and then she then she says, oh, hi, nice to meet you, sir. You know, I don't know why she called me, sir. I mean, well, she was younger than me. She like she was like 30, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, OK, nice to meet you, babe. OK, whatever. That's not exactly what we said. I don't know. It was loud. Whatever we said was nice. Right. And she moves over a little bit. Right. And. She wasn't leaving. She had just moved over a little bit because she wanted to try to get a better shot. And then, of course, the crowd pushes back. And now I see a guy's butt coming towards me. And as bad as it would have been for the boner that I was trying to hide to poke her in the butt, I did not want to poke this guy because it would not because he would have been like, is that boner for me, buddy? And I'm like, no, nah, there's a hot woman that was here. And he'd be like, yeah, right. You know, but fortunately, like I said, the bus came with the birds and I was able to, to, to go and shoot the, the, the bird, the, the pictures. And after everything was over with, I was on my way home. And I realized I was so busy trying to make sure I respected that lady and didn't have, because I was trying my best to get away from her. But the crowd was like, it was almost as if the circumstances was like, hey, S. Anthony's uncomfortable here. He's He's got a boner size of a tree trunk right now. Okay, maybe not that big. He has a boner. He's going to Boner City and there's this delicious woman with the kind of ass that he dreams about. And we're going to keep whatever it is, whatever we do, keep cramming it towards him. Keep, yeah, he's standing behind him. Push it into him again. <laughs> Let's make him uncomfortable. Well, circumstance F you. I was able to control everything. You're damn right. But in that circumstance, I realized I'm not a perv. I'm not a perv because I made it a point not to perv out to this lovely young lady. I made it a point not to be all perved up. Ironically, five seconds after uh, she walked, maybe a couple of minutes later after she's walking to me, she's in the crowd. And let's just say the other person behind her was uh, was was not as unpervy as me because she elbowed him in the throat. 
What are you doing? Bow. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I wish I had my camera out. I filmed this and stuff, but that would have, if I had had my camera out, I could have filmed this delicious sister elbowing the crap out of Perv Boy. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to poke myself into your buttocks, but that's what he, he meant it. Perfect. But I'm proud of myself for not being a pervert. I really am. Now, the reason I brought up being a pervert, and I want to talk about the Winter Olympics again. Like I said, the Winter Olympics people, I'm watching the Winter Olympics, and um, I'm impressed with what I'm seeing. These are some incredible athletes, because normally I don't watch the Winter Olympics at all. Uh, man, because this time of the year, I'm usually busy doing some other kind of stuff. But the thing is, most people are not watching the Winter Olympics, and you know why, you perverts. Because they're also young, attractive people with perfect bodies and tight outfits, but they're all covered up. They're all covered up. They're all covered up. If there were, if there was somehow a way for them to, to wear the same kind of outfits that people were wearing during the Summer Olympics, during the Winter Olympics, I guarantee you, you freaking perverts, the ratings would be way higher. You know what I'm talking about, you perverts. Right? And they, and, and they don't get the respect they deserve. They're doing exactly the same kind of work, the like same kind of athletic uh, abilities as the people that do the Summer Olympics. But not only are they doing the same level of hard work and the same le level of athletic ability, they're doing it outside in the cold. In the cold. Now, how you know, you know how difficult it is to do stuff outside in the cold? You don't even want to shovel your front of your house in the cold. I got news for you. I bet you, you don't even like to go to the corner store in the cold when you want a sandwich. Don't act like you do. You know you don't. You've been in your house and like, I don't feel like cooking. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to, I'm going to call the store and have them make a sandwich and then I'm going to go pick it up. But you don't actually make the phone call to the store because you know if you make the phone call to the store, you're going to have to go to the store to pick it up. But if you get out, but if you don't make the phone call at any point during the trip, you can change your mind and go F this. This is too cold. You've done that before. You walked out of your house. I'm going to go to the store and buy a sandwich. You step to your right. Your car is 50. Your car is 20 yards away from the front door. You start walking to the car. That first cold blast of air hits you in the face. And you're like, ha ha. I ain't going to starve to death between now and tomorrow. And you choose not to go. Make an excuse. Oh, I have to warm the car up. and I'll have to back. No, you don't. You ain't got to do that to modern cars. You can just turn the car on and go. Yeah, but I like to keep my car warm. How's that? You just making an excuse. You won't even go to the store. And these people are busting their butts and incredible, incredible athletic ability during the winter. You should be a get get when you finish listening to this podcast. Damn it. I'm ordering the Bastard Army to watch at least 15 minutes to 30 minutes of the Winter Olympics just to show some love to the people. You bastards. Yeah, I said it. Now, I want to be honest with you, folks. I just talked about how I'm not a pervert in real life. And quite frankly, I, I have to amend that because there's a bit of a conceit there. I should say I'm not a pervert. Oh, I can't say that young ass Anthony wasn't a bit of a perv, not a perv to people in real life, not a touch women perv, but a watch stuff on TV with bad, you know, with bad thoughts perv. There's nothing wrong with finding someone attractive. But then you just but when you look that lustfully, like, you know, when you get that, that that really weird sound in your voice when you talk about people, if you're not a super pervert, when you talk about an attractive woman on TV, you go, hey, she's really oh, she what a sweetheart. She's really attractive. But if you're a pervert, you get that devil voice. Right. Look at that right there. Boy, I'd like to do something. I'd take that right there. Boy. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? You're perverted bastards 
And I remember that happened to me as a young man when I was watching Summer Olympics and it was female volleyball. I know I'm not a pervert now because even though I acknowledge that these are gorgeous young women, I actually watched this, you know, the, the, the athletics. I still acknowledge that they're gorgeous women, but I'm not drooling over them. But when I was a young man, oh, good Lord. I paid way too much attention, man. Right. Because in the Summer Olympics, there are certain sports like uh, female track and field when the women are running in the tight outfits and especially like the hurdling. And there's always a second where the cameraman or the camera lady does not realize that when, what they're focusing on at the time in good faith, trying to focus on the athletic endeavor and give you the best possible shot. They are shooting in an area where they don't need to be shooting. And you can see the camera angle very quickly turn. You can hear the director going, turn, 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 turn. <laughs> you, zoomed in on the, you zoomed in on stuff. Turn, 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 turn. But there are certain sports where it's impossible, impossible, impossible to not perv out if you're a perv, right? These sports are impervious to non-perviness, right? Somehow pervs are going to be watching this sport because it's just too easy to perv out, right? And one of those things is female volleyball. Like I said, female volleyball. Gorgeous women, delicious bodies, sports top tops and, sh and really tight shorts. Now, they wear those because it's hot outside and they need to be able to move and be flexible because of the, 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 the rigors of the sport. I get it. But if you really think about it, when a quarterback calls a play, they focus in on the quarterback's face. There's a side angle. Ah, 23, ah, 23, ah, 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 because they want to see the play. They want to hear the quarterback call the play. Kill, kill, kill. They want to hear the quarterback stop the play. Uh, 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 number 20, number 55 is the mic. Number 55 is the mic, meaning middle linebacker. You, you want to see that. But in female volleyball, they call the signals behind their backs with their hands behind their backs. And their hands, where are their hands? Right next to their delicious buttocks and speedos. So the cameraman and the camera lady has no choice but to do but to zoom in on the signal call. You can't not show the signal call. Every other sport, if there's somebody calling signals, you zoom in on it. But when it's female volleyball, where is the signal being called? By their fingers, right above their delicious buttockses in Speedos. And every time I watch it, I realize this sport is impervious to non-perviness. Non-perviness doesn't apply here. You're, if you're a perv, you're down with it. And I was a bit of a, a, a perv then. I, I'll be honest with you, man. And it, there were times when I was 20 years old when I would watch female volleyball, didn't even know who won the damn sport, didn't even know who won the damn match, couldn't tell you. You just watch that for five straight hours, who won? I, I don't know. I don't know. But all I do know right now is I'm dehydrated <laughs> because I sweat a lot at that particular time because I was looking at hot woman in Speedos. <laughs> Don't judge me. That was then, not now. F y'all. So what I'm saying is, my friends, let's just show some love to our Winter Olympic friends. OK, and be a little less pervy when you're watching the damn female volleyball and the sports in the summertime, you nasty bastards. OK, this is an athletic thing. It's not just for you to be sitting there drooling all over yourselves. You should be ashamed of yourself. Looking at people like sex, sex objects is wrong, right? 
I mean, having been on the other side of that myself, I know what happens when I put out a video and I accidentally show one of my dimples on the video. I know what the women are doing to their, their phone screens. I know damn well that my half my audience is women. And I know damn well if I put out a video and I think you see one of my dimples, I got two deep dimples in my cheeks. And when I put out that if you see one of the dimples, don't act like none of y'all ain't kissing the screen. Don't even act like it. I know for a fact y'all kiss the screen when you see the me. All I'm saying is love me for my mind, you sick, perverted bastards. I'm just kidding. Women, please continue to perv out. I'm down with it. You have my permission. <laughs> it's okay when you give permission. And ladies, you have permission to perv out over yours truly. Especially my voice. Right, ladies? <laughs> I just embarrassed myself back to what I was doing. So when I say about the perving out thing... I I realize that I, I try my best to be a respectful man. I try to be a very, really good man to the ladies in my life. I really do. And when I watch the Olympics, I think about how the people enjoy the whole process of the ride, the ride to from not being in the Olympics to being in the Olympics to maybe getting on the podium. And sometimes you don't win an, uh, you win an award. You don't get a medal in the Olympics, but you were an Olympian. And that's a wonderful thing. You should enjoy the ride. You shouldn't allow the fact that you get a medal or not get a medal completely destroy your Olympic experience. Enjoy the ride. Now, the reason I brought up girlfriends in this particular case is I made a mistake of picking the wrong woman one time. And she didn't enjoy the ride of the relationship. She was always thinking about getting something out of someone, trying to get more out of someone, getting more money out of someone, getting more attention out of someone. That someone being me. She didn't enjoy the ride. She was always goal oriented. She couldn't enjoy the ride. Say for the sake of argument, you have a luxury SUV <laughs> and you drive, you ride that luxury SUV every day. It feels good to sit in the seat. It has all the creature comforts. It fills your garage just the right way. It has the best gas mileage, great tires, all the flexibility you need. You can carry everything you need to carry. It is a fantastic vehicle in every way, shape and form. And everybody else who sees you riding in that luxury SUV says you're a lucky lady to have that luxury SUV. I'd like to have a luxury SUV like that one day. And I'm not, I, I have no vehicle in my garage at all, but you got a luxury SUV like that. I mean, that is a really good vehicle. That's what her friends tell her. But she starts to take the luxury SUV for granted, right? She forgets how good the creature comforts feel. And she starts to take it for granted. She doesn't enjoy the ride. She starts to get curious about the bus. She sees a bus. I don't know where, but she sees a bus and she's going, I like my luxury SUV, but I really want to try the bus. So now the luxury SUV is in the garage like it normally is. And all of a sudden she decides to walk past the garage and doesn't turn on the luxury SUV that she owns. And a luxury SUV is sitting in the garage going, wait a second, why is she walking out of the house? She's packed up like she's going somewhere. She's got her clothes on. She's got her, her jacket. She's got her purse and her purse is loaded up. She's obviously going someplace far enough away that she would normally be riding me. But she doesn't. And normally when she rides the SUV, she makes a left and goes up the hill. But this time she's going to the right. Wait a second. The bus. Stop.
is in that direction. But no, 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 she's not going to go to the bus stop. She has a luxury SUV. And the luxury SUV is starting to wonder if, wait a second, is she kind of sneaking behind my back because she wants to ride something else? No, not possible. She enjoys riding me too much. There's no way. She comes home one day and she, the luxury SUV sees a bus ticket on the back of her shoe. Stuck to the back of her shoe. Now, he doesn't know that well, she could have stepped on it in the street. It doesn't necessarily mean she got rid of the luxury SUV that she owns to get on the bus. No, she wouldn't do that. She can't. That, no, nothing can compare to this luxury SUV. No way. No way. She enjoys the ride, right? Does she enjoy the ride? Doesn't she? And some time goes by and she doesn't even touch the luxury SUV. She doesn't even wash off the luxury SUV. She doesn't even check to see if the luxury SUV is okay. She just walks by it like it's not there. One time she goes into the garage, the luxury SUV is right there. He, the luxury SUV thinks is about to get taken back out and given a good ride. But no, all she wanted was the vacuum cleaner. F that vacuum cleaner. And she walks back out of the garage, closes the door and locks it. Why'd she lock the garage door? There's no reason to lock the garage door from the inside when it goes into the house. I guess that means she's really just not going to ride the luxury SUV anymore. What the hell? The luxury SUV looks through and sees a bus ticket. This time it's not stuck to her shoe. It's in her pocket. And now he knows she's been riding a bus behind his back. Oh, my God. Well, it goes on like that for a while. She stays away from the luxury SUV and keeps riding the bus behind the luxury SUV's back. The luxury SUV has autopilot, so it has to ride itself a few times. Come on, guys. You know damn well if the lady is not, is not driving the, the luxury SUV and sneaking off and riding the bus. You know, before you decide whether or not you want to never decide she's never going to get a ride again and leave her garage. You, every once in a while, you got to take yourself out for a couple spins or three times a day. <laughs> Don't judge the luxury SUV. You're no better than that. Shut up. Back to the story. You judgmental bastards. So the luxury SUV uses its autopilot and opens up the garage door and starts driving around by itself, making sure it tents the window so no one suspects no one's actually in the vehicle. And it goes by the bus stop and it sees her at the bus stop. And she's got a bus pass in her hand. Not just cash, a bus pass. You got to go out of your way to get a bus pass. She chose to ride the bus. And the luxury SUV is one. And don't enough people fit into my vehicle? I was able to carry your whole family. I got you through snow days. I got you to work every day. I kept you warm when it was cold outside. And I heated you up when it was... Oh, sorry, I kept you warm when it was, it was cold outside. And I, You know what I'm saying. The luxury SUV is confused. The, the luxury SUVs can't speak English. Shut up. luxury SUVs all mad that bus doesn't have the music and I have all your music loaded in me that bus is, doesn't have your music and then the, the, the luxury SUV sees her pull out a damn phone and plug it in I say wait a second you used to plug your phone in the me to listen to your music and now you're doing it with the bus you make me sick and eventually Instead of enjoying the ride of the SUV, and now it was the thrill of riding a bus behind the SUV's back, she realized 
The bus isn't as much fun as she thought it was going to be. She liked the fact that it was a big, giant bus. But she realized, you know, quite frankly, the luxury SUV was way bigger than was necessary. In fact, I don't even know why I thought I needed more. Because the bus wasn't as comfortable to ride, was it? It didn't have the plush seats, did it? Oh, no. Right? And when it was cold outside, it was still cold in the bus because people kept getting on the bus and leaving the windows open and all of that kind of crap. When you're riding on the bus, at least when you're in the luxury SUV, if somebody farts, it's somebody you know. Right? On a bus, it's about 60 people farting and coughing and belching. And now you got to sit there breathing in their butt air and their cough air on the bus. Sometimes the bus driver's a piece of crap. You get on the bus, you think it's going to be a nice ride. And all of a sudden, the bastard drives right past you, leaving you standing there on the corner. The luxury SUV but never leave you standing on the corner. Why? Because you own a luxury SUV. You had the keys. Your name was on the title. And now you're starting to think, oh, my God, what was I thinking? I was so busy trying to get on this big bus. I didn't realize I had something even better at home. I had a luxury SUV in the garage. I don't want this bus anymore. It was thrilling in the abstract. But no, damn it. I got to get back to that luxury SUV. I should have never left that luxury SUV. And she decides to rip up a bus pass and throw it in the trash. Yeah. And she walks home hoping that the luxury SUV doesn't know about the bus. And she walks into the house and he can hear she's going into and she opens the garage door and she notices that the luxury SUV is is riding is, is riding itself. And then luxury SUV goes, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I didn't expect you back so soon. I'm like, could, could, could you give me could you close the door and give me a minute? <laughs> I'm, I'm really actually talking about vehicles here. My my half y'all. And then she gets into the luxury SUV and gives it one more ride. And as the luxury SUV is being driven by her, she sits back and leans into the seat. Realize that the seat still has her ass marks in it. It's just the way she wants it. All the mirrors are lined up the way she wants it. Oh, yeah, it has all the music she wants. It's nice and comfortable in there. Yes, it is. Okay, well, now, dear, if there's anyone uh, that's listening to me that's too dumb to realize that I'm the luxury SUV, is there anybody out there that doesn't realize that I'm talking about a girlfriend that I, I was dating back in the day, and you know she she was she, she was kind of a dancer, and then she was in a, 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 she was at this place, and you know she saw the, the male dancer who you know had a, a, a bus down there, and she wanted to get it, she wanted to she wanted to experience, it, and then she would she dropped me and went off with that dude and found out that the dude wasn't me and then after she was dealing with him for a while she realized oh crap I should have go back to where I was because where I was was perfect and this guy ain't crap and even though this is an interesting idea in practicality this is really really uncomfortable and it's not pleasurable at all and I should go back to him well uh uh well that's what I was I was getting to she comes back to me I mean I mean, uh, I mean uh, the, 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 she she got rid of the bus and comes back to the luxury SUV. <laughs> F y'all. And she stuck stairs and looks at the luxury SUV and realizes, you know, this is this is plenty big. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> and and uh, like I said, we're talking vehicles here. Well, what happens is she started noticing that. The settings on the luxury SUV were a little different. Her settings had been erased over the, when she woke up in the morning. 
And this morning, the luxury SUV wasn't in the garage. It was parked outside. Not in front of her house. Parked in front of somebody else's house. She saw the license plate. It was the same license plate. So she knew it was the vehicle she owned. Or did she? She went on the phone and checked the title. And she realized that the title of the luxury SUV didn't belong to her anymore. It had been switched over to somebody else. You're damn right. She tried to stick a key in. It didn't even fit in the lock. And the alarm went off. And a lady comes down and says, what the hell are you doing? I'm trying to take my car back. This is my vehicle. Bitch, this is not your vehicle anymore. You Why don't you go back off and waste your time with that mother sucking bus? Okay, because this, this vehicle is mine. Now I'm the one riding now. Yeah. The vehicle had a new owner at this point. Someone who appreciated the ride. And she walks away with the key in her hands, realizing she messed up. Yeah. And then the new lady who owns the vehicle, who's riding it real good, riding all up on it, gets in the vehicle, drives past the previous owner of the vehicle, stops, rolls down the window, turns on the radio real loud and says, ha ha ha, it's mine now, bitch, and peels off. Yeah. Okay, you want to know what the real world application of that is? Okay, what happened was I was with the girl. Uh, she saw me someplace and she felt guilty about cheating on me. And then she realized that she had it better at home because that guy wasn't crap. And she tried to get back with me. And I was looking at her like, what are you? you know, I was looking at her like, are you out of your damn mind? And then the girl I was with, that the new girl, walks up and like, bitch, what are you doing? And she goes, what are you talking about? We're, we're together. And she goes, bitch, we ain't, you ain't been together for a while. And she looks at me and she goes, is that her? And I was like, yeah. She goes, bitch, you left him for some, 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 some dancing. And when you found out the dancer wasn't, couldn't, couldn't put it to you and that he put it to you better than that fool did, ever could. And now you're going to try to come back and get some of this. Well, I got news for you. That is, she points to me. That, well, she didn't point to me. She pointed to something. Belongs to me now, bitch. You better get the hell out of here. Well, maybe he wants to come back to me. Bitch, he does not want to come back to you. Trust me, once he has some of this, he does not need any of you. He wants this, okay? So you can take your little punk ass and walk away. And then, and I'm looking at these two women. I'm going, I can't believe these two beautiful women are fighting over me. Yeah. So I got some popcorn and, some, and threw some packs of jello on the floor. And, and they said, we're not doing that. And I went, really? Uh, well, you're doing it in my mind. <laughs> that did not. Okay, the part about the jello didn't happen, but the part about them fighting did. And I said, I said, I got this, honey, to the new woman who appreciates the, the vehicle. I mean, not me. <clears throat> and I said, listen, you had your chance. We were happy and everything was going well. You decided you wanted to be an idiot and go off and run off with some other dude. So get away from me. Don't call me anymore. No hard feelings. I hope you're happy wherever you are. But the vehicle don't belong to you anymore. So step off. Are you sure about that? Because we really had something. Yes, we did have something. You had something and then you tried to go get some other something because you thought it was going to be better than this something. And then when you tried that something and realized that something was not this something and you wanted to come back and get some of this something, you realized this something now belonged to somebody else who now owns this something. And it's something you can't have anymore. Now go away and do something that I actually did say. And she started to cry a little bit. And I felt bad. Not that she was crying, but that I spend more time talking to this crazy person when I should be over there banging my new girlfriend. So that's what I did. I let her walk away. And then I went with my new girlfriend at the time and banged her. <laughs> anyway, uh, the moral of the story is. <laughs> is some just enjoy the ride, people appreciate things that are in front of you. Because sometimes, you know, you know, if you don't appreciate it, don't go away. You know, 
I know I tell convoluted stories. So what? You know what you signed up for. You've been listening to me for four years. Shut up. And I act like I have someone to tell linear stories. I don't tell stories straight through. I go back and forth. Okay. You know, you knew what you signed up for. You bastard. Who told you to subscribe to this crap? Wait a minute. I think that's kind of counterproductive. Maybe they'll hear me say that and then unsubscribe. What I meant was thank you for subscribing. <laughs> now, normally I would end this show right now, uh, the podcast right now, but I, I, this is something that happened today. And it's the weirdest thing in the world. And I didn't expect it at all. I really didn't expect it. It came out of nowhere. Um, I was going to the store and I was, I picked up my relative and I had to drop my relative off somewhere, then go to the store, then go back to get them, then drop them off home and then go home myself so I could come back and do this. And you'll never guess. Now, longtime listeners of this podcast, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, you remember who Granny Sweetbutt is, right? Of course you do. And I told you the story about Granny Sweetbutt before how, you know, she was a, a, an older lady, not like old, but older than me, you know, and uh, whereas physically she was built like a 25 year old. But you could tell in her like in her face area that she was an older lady and a bunch of young dudes were drooling over there looking at her body and drooling over themselves. And she turned around. They still thought she was attractive, but she was like, oh, that's old enough to be their mom or whatever. And uh, and uh, I was like, ridiculously attracted to her. Uh, but, you know. I still haven't given up on having children yet. So, you know, no, no. And um, so uh, in my mind, I, I never called her granny sweet, but to her face. But in my mind, I called her granny sweet, but because she's old enough to be the the grandmother of the, the young guys that were lusting after her. And she did, of course, and still does have a sweet butt. The second time I ran into her, I ran into her and, and I ran into her. She was with a guy who was age appropriate for her. And, and he was the. He was the male equivalent of her, ridiculously good looking, physically like buffed up, sliced up older guy. And you can look at his face and see he was an older guy. But if you saw him from the back of the sides, you would think he was in, the, in his late 20s, early 30s. But he isn't, obviously. And I called him Grampy Tinkle Teeth because when like when you watch those old movies, you know, they'd have the, the guy that's super handsome. And he'd turn to the camera with the dramatic music and he'd smile and they'd play that tink, that, that, that sound effect. Tinkle! And then they have a little flash of light by the teeth because his teeth are so white because he's so perfect. And I called him uh, Tinkle Teeth. The next time I ran into Gran Granny Sweetbutt, she was hitting on me slightly because uh, uh, she caught uh, Tinkle Teeth uh, nailing someone and she got rid of him. I now run into Granny Sweetbutt today and she's now putting on the full court press. But, you know, now she, you know, yeah, women, when they women flirt with you, and they like touch you. You're like, oh, hey, man. and they put their hand on your chest. <laughs> they laugh and then they tap your chest and they put their head on your shoulder. <laughs> well, she started to do that. And in my last episode, I talked about how uh, she came very, very close to me taking her someplace, meaning back to her house and giving her uh, the business, if you understand what I'm saying. And um, um, I'll be honest with you, I'm, uh, I ran into her and she was very, very flirty. Uh, you know, and it wasn't even one of the kind of flirties where you're going, I'm not, she's just a flirty person. Just, no, she, she, she was, she was, she was very, very flirty. She was, she was very, very obvious, you know, you know, that, that, you know, she, you know, and for the, I, I, I talked in the last episode about, well, you know, I'm not going to do it. I, I'm still not going to do it, but I came closer to doing it than ever before. And I thought about how, cool it would be to be Mr. Sweetbutt. Now, granted, that's not actually her name, but you know, wouldn't it be kind of cool to be Mr. Sweetbutt? Yeah. 
Okay, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. I'm sorry. That just, that, that just doesn't sound right, does it? Um, I mean, I've been called that by girlfriends, but that's really none of your business. And, you know, what is mainly because they had sugar on my ass. <laughs> anyway, what I do with girlfriends is none of your business. But I want to say I'm proud to say that even though Granny Sweetbud was looking even better than she's ever looked, this time I did not perv over Granny Sweet, but I looked at her and acknowledged her beauty. And because of my restraint of not taking her home and banging the crap out of her, like I, like I thought about the last time, this time I maintained myself. I maintained my composure. I gave her a hug. I gave her a peck on the cheek and I walked away. I'm proud of myself. I showed restraint because if I didn't show restraint, I mean, this is like three hours ago. Uh, I, w I would still be banging her right now had I not shown restraint. So, you know, I just want to say that, like I said, I'm not a perv. I, I've, I'm, I'm proud of the mature version of myself that exists now. And um, I mean, you should be proud of me, too. In fact, when you write to me after usually like I get a lot of email from you guys telling me, oh, the great show was funny. I like funny story. But do me a favor. When you write to me at talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com, don't just tell me how great the show is because the show is, of course, incredible. <laughs> Please tell me how proud you are of me. For not really taking granny sweet, but back to her home and giving her the business. I mean, I could I, I could still do it. I could go right back and like hang around that area. And she's going to run up into me and start trying to grab stuff and feel up and kiss on me and everything. And uh, and, and I could very easily do. But but I've shown restraint because I would just be using her for my sexual gratification. And I'm at the point now in my life where I'm not going to just use women for my sexual gratification. I was never really that type of guy, but I'm definitely not going to use this woman just because of her. She's cute and the body is incredible and it would be fun to, to jump on top of her and, and, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to use her for sexual gratification. Not going to do it. Now, if I my next girlfriend, um, you know, that that's a whole different story. I, I hope we will be using each other for gratification in addition to the love. <laughs> but um, feel free to let me know how proud you are of me for once again fending off uh, Granny Sweet Butt. But she better she, she better cut it out because. You know, it's, it's going to come a time and I'm going to go, oh, screw it. And then I'm I'm going <clears> to <throat> anyway. Uh, so um, mm, I think this show should end now because I've embarrassed myself enough. <clears throat> uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do the intro without it. Normally, I would like add the intro to the, the show, the, the outro, I should say. The exit to the show was a separate piece, but I'm just going to do this all in one long take. I'm not gonna, I'm going to do it all in one long take. So this basically the podcast is over. And I want to thank you guys, as I always do, for being the coolest people on the planet. You've always been good to me. You give me wonderful emails. You follow me on social media. You have kind things to say. And I want to say thank you very much. Do me a favor. Uh, if you're not following me on social media, please do so. And I'm on Twitter in two places. At S. Anthony Thomas. My name, at S. Anthony Thomas on Twitter. This podcast has a Twitter page, at S. Anthony Says. Please go to that. I'm on Instagram. Uh, of course, Addis Anthony Thomas, and I have a new YouTube channel that I'm beginning to use. So please go and subscribe to that. And the channel is, this is going to surprise you, S. Anthony Says. So go to YouTube and type in S. Anthony Says and subscribe to my YouTube channel, you bastards. And if you're on Facebook, go to fan page. Um, just once again, S. Anthony Says. And what you'll see is there's a check mark there. It's a verified page. It's me, 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 not somebody else, else, else. So go like that page, you bastards. 
Of course, the email. And I know you know the email, but there's always new people listening. So don't write me email talking about, we know the email, bro. Shut up, punk. <laughs> the email is talk to s anthony at gmail.com. T A L K T O, then my name, s anthony at gmail.com. Folks, much love to every last one of you. You are the coolest people on the planet. I love every last one of the Bastard Army. Thank you very much for being a part of the Bastard Army, you bastards. Much love to you, and I will see you again next week with episode number 307. Okay? I'm now going to say goodbye to you bastards the way I always say goodbye to you bastards. And I want you to say it with me, and we're going to do it on the count of three. And you know how I do it. Are you ready? Of course we are. We love you. Why, thank you, bunches of people around the world who said that. This was definitely not me saying a high voice slightly further away from the microphone. <laughs> One, two, three, S. Anthony, out.